Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Every Week is Chaos. This is episode number 18. Welcome to the new year, Lorenzo. How are you doing? So you thought you'd like to come to the show? Go to the show. <laughs> you already you already whiffed it, my guy. You already whiffed it. <laughs> to feel the warm thrill of confusion. All right. Uh, I'm doing good. I have a cough. <clears throat> me I too, I took some Ricolas, and now I'm doing what my mom told me is really bad and drinking dairy while i'm can like that you know apparently you're not supposed to have i haven't seen any evidence to back that up but ever since like i've been living on my own all the shit that i ignored from my mom i'm like hot tea all the time take these weird chinese herbs she gave me like i don't know whatever they've gotten there like rhinoceros horn or some shit i'm probably contributing to the death of an endangered species anyway oh, oh. jesus well but yeah i got a i got i got like a cold so if i sound congested it's because oh. like I'm nasally and like my throat's a little sore. And so I'm also, getting I'm towards the end of it. It's been getting better. It got better when I woke up this morning, but we're just so back. We're so back. We're recovering. We're, we're almost to we're so back. We're climbing. Well, I mean, I will say for the listeners that don't see this shit, uh, David's got an absolutely dapper pair of glasses on right now. I'm liking those specs. They're pretty okay. I mean, my old yeah. ones used to be the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses that oh when I when I met you, I didn't realize how thick your glasses are. Dude, I got like bottle bottle <laughs> bottle bottle Coke uh, bottle. Yeah, Coke bottle glasses. I was like, what's the ter- actual term here? It's, yeah, I had the Coke bottle glasses. Yeah, you had like thick fucking glasses. So, uh, either way, I uh, am. You are now kind of rocking the young Hoppa look, which is based because. Young Hoppa was dapper. Actually, even there now, are any Turkish princesses looking for somebody, I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to be yo princess, shiny armor, baby girl. Ah, what's up? Ah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we've been, uh, I don't know. There's been, we haven't talked to you guys in a little bit. Um, yeah, I haven't wanted to talk to them. Don't address them. <laughs> Yeah, fuck the listeners. We love you. We love you, Connor and Ben. But um, we don't we don't cede any democratic power to you. You guys aren't a board. No. You can come on the show if you'd like. But uh yeah, last few yeah, episodes, all, four, all four or five of you. Yeah, we need to do that Mises chat one. Uh, it would be nice to get some of that. We need to get Mitch on here. We need to get Mitch. Dude, Mitch would be a great guy to bring on. We gotta bring Mitch. Dude, he was in Austin and he didn't even fucking eat with me because he didn't have time. What an animal. Did he did you say hi? No. What the fuck? Why would he do that? I That's also scummy, man. That's scummy. I also almost met someone at the Chicago O'Hare airport. Was that Mitch as well? No, it was MRH. Oh, oh yeah, MRH. Great guy. Great guy. Joe, Everyone should go check out his his YouTube channel. Just like absolutely. I think it's just MRH Legacy. I got to meet. I actually got to meet him at Mises. Does he look like Joe Biden with cornrows, wearing a Newport tracksuit? He's super, and he's super short. Like he's a midget. Gotcha. So, uh, what's up? What's on the topics, Mister Newsman? I we saw we had a bunch. Should we start with the the the? the... You mean the Zeitgeist? You want to start with the Zeitgeist? Yeah, Jews Spirit in the tunnels. Age? Yeah, Jews Holy in the tunnels. Crap. Let's talk about him. Uh, I uh... want to explain this because. So, because this no uh, no if you aren't on Twitter you might not believe us. Uh, yeah, but if you are it's very weird. Uh so basically it wasn't was it it wasn't last night it was the night before. 
like NYPD raided some Chabad areas like under a synagogue and found a bunch of secret tunnels that a bunch of Hasidic Jews were using. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. There's a lot of theories going around. There's a lot of things going around, but I am firmly in the stance of I don't care. And it's kind of funny. I want I, some tunnels. I, I, I saw like, the, have you seen the video of the guy in full fucking like, yeah, from, he's like, got like the full or the full orthodox get up with the crow and he's, and he's, and he's coming out of a fucking sewer, dude, out of the sewer crate, wild stuff. Like it's holy uh, crap. Oy and some of the memes are great. Like there are people like the you've seen the Middle Earth mixer guy, you know the Lord of the Rings guy, and he was like, they mine too deep and they summoned a Balrog underneath Brooklyn. Another yeah, one I saw was like it's a it's a, an episode where Kramer converts to Judaism <laughs> yeah. and Seinfeld just so he can avoid a gang that's he's been encountering you, in Crown Heights. Did you did you see? That like screenshot from that one guy on Twitter that was like, I swear to God, there are Jews living yes, under my apartment. Yes, he's like, I am. I've heard Yiddish in my walls. I'm on the ground floor. I there's no basement beneath me. I'm not crazy. See, <laughs> Jews live literally living rent free in the mines and under the apartments of gripers everywhere. <laughs> Dude, it's so great. But also, us Catholics did the tunnels better. Well, I mean better. Weren't the Palestinians doing secret tunnels and shit too? Man, it's a whole shit show. That's being said, Israel, listen, Israel's going <laughs> Do like a Seinfeld bit. Now, what's the deal with Israel? <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, but it's a it's quite a story. But no, we did the catacombs thing first, but in France everything, you know, we France are France are spiritually Judaic. Um <laughs> Listen, I think it was it was Pope John Paul II who said we are all spiritually Semites, which is also accurate. It's also accurate. Well, yeah, but it could be, I could be thinking the wrong pope. It's one of them. But so I'm Benedict, the most I'm, recent ones. I'm literally Semitic a little bit and anti-Semitic. <laughs> Good grief! All right. And I can see the notepad coming out right now. Well, no, no. I was just crossing it off the list, to be honest. But yeah, that's that's one topic. So, Lorenzo, how do you feel about Promised Land Dairy? Oh, I fucking love it. So uh, there's a show, T-E-T-C, the End Times Continuation, Dean. Great show. Last week, <coughs> last week, um... They talked about Promised Land Dairy. And I was like, you know, I live in Texas. Let me get some. So I went and got some. I got some chocolate milk. The bottle is shot glass for it. No, the bottle is really kind of gay. I've been drinking it straight out of the bottle. It's like a okay. half gallon of Is that so, the eggnog or is that the No, this is chocolate milk. I don't like eggnog. What? Oh yeah, we have no, I don't Bad like eggnog. Talk. Bad take. Really bad taste. I've never been a fan of like nutmeg. And I've never shit. tried eggnog before. <laughs> so, I um, yeah, I I will say this is as good as advertised. Um, texture wise, it is perfect. I mean, the only thing that like matches it is a chocolate milk from my hometown, from a local um dairy 
You got to get Costco chocolate milk. I was gonna say you got to get He Bree store brand store brand chocolate milk because that shit has crack in it. Texture wise, it is not nearly as good as this, but taste wise, I don't know what the fuck they put in there, but it is like crack. Do you shake your chocolate milk at all? Like if you have like the gallon, do you just like shake it before you pour it out, or do you just like a straight pour it guy kind of guy? I'll sh- I'll maybe I'll shake it, but again, I'm not pouring glasses of it. I've been drinking. I drink it out of the bottle because I am a bachelor or not a bachelor. I live alone. So I, 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 I live alone. I have no one to answer to. I can drink milk straight from the jug if I want to. You live alone, except for the hat man when you take too much Benadryl. I mean, I also have been hearing Yiddish underneath my apartment. So In Austin, Texas? Well, you know. It might be Spanish, my guy. That might be Spanish. No, the Spanish is outside because the, the maintenance guys are... I can hear the Spanish outside because the maintenance guys are probably fucking something up. Ah, you know, as as one does. All right, let's get on to what's our next story. I don't know. Um, You were telling me about this time abolition. What is that? (laughs) Yeah, this one's great. Uh, So basically, about a week ago, some stupid retard on Twitter that calls itself an anarchist i don't know if they're a tranny or some shit you might need to it is this the um, anarchist turtle oh is this the anarchist turtle or is this like are we talking about the the bedtime abolition thing well so what happened was that the 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 anarchist turtle was like i don't understand how people can see gender as a social construct and then be against time abolition and then that spawned a whole thing where there were literal actual people going bedtime abolition. Now, let's start. I'm looking this up right now. Continue. Let's let's start with the slightly, and I say slightly more serious of the two, which is time abolition. Now, let me preface this with both these things are so stupid that Convincing people that are offline that this is real is a real challenge because terminally online leftists love to make problems for themselves. So basically time abolition, they when you press people on it, they go, well, but like, I just want to like not be a slave to the nine to five work week. So number one, uh, skill issue, grind harder. Number two, um, it's not that hard to... It you know like thirty years ago I could see someone being like man I hate being a slave to the man like this but like now you can you kind of are free to make your own schedule with a lot of shit I don't know a lot of people that do proper full time nine to fives like you know unless you're working like lit office job you know I don't know a lot of, and even then half the office jobs now are like work from home. So like these people are have an outdated argument and they're just lazy because like now you have the gig economy, you know, so many people I know it's like they've got their one or two jobs and they do DoorDash or Uber Eats or Uber on the side, you know, people are editing videos, you know, musicians always have their side hustles, you know, it, there's, there's a whole, like there's so many people that have jobs 
and have freedom in their schedule that we did, we're living in an era of unprecedented freedom for your schedule. It also happens to be that our economy is destroyed. So everyone's working three jobs because there's no other way to make it in this economy. So like, it's a, it's a real conundrum, but the time abolitionists are just lazy. And then, and then they get deeper into it and there's bedtime abolition. Now this one is hilarious to me because they're like, Oh, I hate like bedtimes are a way for them to enforce capitalistic structures on me. And it's like, and it's and it's it's funny. I saw uh, Cody from Alternate History Hub, which is a great channel, and he's also a Catholic. He's an interesting guy. Also, I've been praying. Fun fact: I've been praying the Rosary every day. That's Ooh. been a new. I forgot this morning, but I'll probably do it after I get the call. I figure off the call with you. Um, and even at, even when I don't do the entire thing before I leave the house, I always try to do um, this part. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the very beginning when you do the Apostles three, Creed. Yeah, the Well, I don't well, it's the Our Father and No, the, no, it's 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 Cross Apostles Creed Our Father. Um that's not how I learned it. Our Father on the first bead. And then So I usually the way I learned it is that for the first 3 you would do 3 Hail Mary. You would Yeah, do yeah, I haven't even gotten to those yet. I'm talking oh. about Oh, I'm you're talking about the very first one. This isn't very. This is. I'm sure this is confusing for people, for the viewers who can't see it. So you have your cross. That's your Apostles' Creed. You have the first bead. That's your Our Father. Mm -hmm. And then you have your three Hail Marys. One for grace, hope, charity, or something like that. I can't remember. And then you've got this in between space. That's for glory be and doing the cross. If you're a Catholic that does that when the Trinity is mentioned which is uh, what my drum teacher does. I learned this over a nice cigar. Gotta say, tobacco and potato chips, great combo. All right. Next time you have a cigar, have some potato chips with it. And then and then you do, what is this? You do another Our Father here. Mm -hmm. And then 10 Hell and then Yeah, and then for every decade, you'll do, you know, an Our Father, 10 of the Hail Marys, and then the, the Glory, glory B. B, and then, you know. Then you would then, meditate on, on on, and then as you're praying that decade, you'll meditate on one of the sacred mysteries. I, I'll say I'm not the best with that because I don't understand a lot of the mysteries because I've never read the Bible. So I kind of look at it and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And I'm more just like uh, praying for people I know or like I have those people in my thoughts for each decade. I would. One thing I, I really like is Bishop Robert Barron, who I think is one of my favorite Catholic commentators. He has like a pray the rosary alongside him thing where you pray the entirety of the rosary while listening to it. And then he like does a little commentary on each of the mysteries. I have a uh, it's funny. My my drum teacher like took my phone when I was with him. and He's like, all right, I'm having you download two apps. One of them was called Laudate. Okay. Which it has a bunch of prayers on it. I don't use it because it's too complex for me. And then there's family rosary for like little kids, which is <laughs> perfectly fine for me because I'm a complete novice with this. Anyway, I forgot about saying that. Um, uh, what were we talking about before that? The that uh, bedtime abolition. Oh yeah, so bedtime. So like it was a thing that Cody was saying where he was like, "Go to bed at 8 p.m. or go to bed at 9 p.m. like a normal person." 
Now, granted, I go to bed at 11 p.m. kind of regularly. Like, if I... 10 or 11. Like, I'm out by that point. Like, at this point, like, if I need to, I can stay... It was funny. During COVID, I was I was staying up a lot until, like, 1 or 2 p.m. Or 1 a.m., 2 a.m., like, sometimes 3 a.m. But honestly, recently, like, once I hit about 11 p.m., I'm shot. I'm fried. And I'll almost regularly get up at 8 a.m. every morning. Um, but there you go. That's a, that's, that's nine hours of sleep. That's really good for most people. That's good for everybody. Everyone should be getting at least eight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's college, college students all over seething, malding. Yeah. Um, but, but, um, um, you know, I think I go to bed usually between 11 and one o'clock. I can tell and then I wake I can, up. I can tell when you're last active on Snapchat. Yeah. And then I will, my brain's not working. Well, usually I'm done interacting with Snapchat at around 1030. No, you're not. Aren't I? Because usually that's when I try to lay down and do the decade of, at least a decade of the rosary and the liturgy of the hours. And then after that, I just like heal over. Yeah, I do. I get like, I don't know how I used to be able to stay up till three so easily. And now like, no, I certainly could. It's just that I need to go. I need to make myself go to bed by then. Otherwise I won't wake up in time for classes because I haven't, I have like 8am classes from on Monday, Wednesday and Fridays. And then my, and then on Tuesday and Thursdays, I have 10 o'clock classes. Your schedule is stacked, dude. (laughs) I have 20 credit hours. My God. Um, so, but yeah, so like going to the, the pray for me, brothers and sisters, uh, that my calculus class will go, go well. (laughs) Well, I just did that. So, uh, I, I've gotten to the point where throughout the day, if I just need to, I'll do a Hail Mary. Hey man, it works, right? Yeah. I, that I was so proud of myself when I memorized that anyway. Um, uh, the um going back to bedtime abolition these people and one thing that he was saying is like none of these people tweet before 11 a.m none of these people tweet before 11 a.m they all wake up at 11 a.m and you know that they're that they're asleep during that time because they're tweeting every hour of the day until they go to bed and they wake up at 11 a.m like these people are bitching and moaning about stuff when it's like you know, you're up all night. Of course you're going to be fucking tired at work. Like, go to bed at a reasonable hour. If you're so doing- I, I, I scrolled through the Anarchist Turtle, like, Twitter just to see. Oh, yeah. And my roommate wants me to get a – keeps pressuring me to get a job. It feels kind of uncomfortable, not going to lie. <laughs> Boo-hoo. It's a job application. Are you scared? like that's the thing i just i don't get about these types of leftist anarchists like anarchists in quotes is that they go and they're like well number one all of them are so proud of how unable to function in society they are like they've got 12 different mental illnesses and they're like "I, i can't function i'm disabled this i'm disabled that it's like dude shut the fuck up like and you know i don't like you make life for you stay up all night. You sleep all day. You don't get a job. Like, yeah, your life's going to be fucking miserable. Go like, I, you know, and here's the thing, right? I have a job I, I love and a job I hate. I totally, and I've had jobs I've hated in the past. I totally get it when you fucking hate your job. You know, yeah. like 
I don't really jump for joy when I'm going to deliver pizza for the ghetto Domino's that I work at. I am one of three English speakers now. Oh, there's another one joined you? Well, or so wait, no, are you talking about were there only two? Were there two only two others? Or? Well, that was at that time. Now they're that, well, now like it, when the night shift came in, there were more people that came in. But like, you know, do I particular? I fucking hate that job. I hate dealing with the people. Like, you know, it's not enjoyable. I get cash tips out of it, and I get to drive for most of the time and be away from them. So it's great. But do I prefer that? No. My other job I like, find a job that's somewhat says work. You know, I, I don't like the Protestant work ethic, but there is something about work being its own reward in, 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 in essence. And that's what these people don't really understand is that a good, long, hard day's work that you feel accomplished by will put you to bed. Like you wouldn't have to worry about bedtime anarchy if if you if you like actually worked, if you had a that's, job, that's the ep- that's the episode title right there. Bedtime anarchy. Yeah, bedtime anarchy. Let's do it. But, um, um, no, I, wait, I oh fuck! I thought it was bedtime abolition. My bad. No, but um, I think that the Protestant, like the thing, the problem with the Protestant work ethic is not that Catholics believe work is bad or like a punishment. Work is pro- good. Work pro- is. A- it's it's it's, it's the glorification of work for work for itself for itself like well, as in an end in of itself the, rather than we were Catholics would view working is good but we work for that good so then that way we can go and worship and then rest and enjoy leisure. Well, I mean, like there is so the thing is that Protestants don't know how to have fun, <laughs> and like yeah. And it's like, you know, that's why all the trad casts are all Protestants. They're all Protestants. And it's like, you know, the, I, I, I get, so like, there is something to be said about work for work's sake where, you know, especially if it's man, if it's good manual labor that like, if, you know, for example, when I'd go out, um, with my cousin, he has some property out in the sticks in my hometown and I'd go out and for the day, we would find a big old tree that I needed to cut down. We would cut the tree down and then we would chop it into small bits, you know, and then have a whole stack of firewood and then stack it at the end of the day. That's a hard day's work, man. That's hard on your body. But man, you feel accomplished, especially when you're working with other people. Like work is great. Work for work's sake and glorifying work at the expense of anything else is the problem with Protestants in America in general. Like America very much is a, is a like granted it's one of the reasons that we're not as bad as some other countries, but you go to places like Spain, their whole thing is different. Um, Italy, different Catholic countries. Well, France is full of France. I like, I think was historically well. Depends. Yeah. I can't remember because I know that, I know that the oh, fuck. What's the name of the the dynasty? Louis the wasn't the Capetians. I'm not sure. You're talking about like Louis the Sun King's family, right? Yeah. Well, he's not a great example of uh, work for work's sake because he had a literal. He built Versailles, so. Um, yeah, it was like the height of extravagance, but like. Either way, like Spain, Italy, Catholic countries, proper countries. Amen. Mediterranean stock, 
not filthy Anglo bitches that cuck to Protestantism. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine being okay. I'm sorry. There are people that I, I know that are very lovely Anglicans. I'm very sorry, but how can you be like the Mao? You you're a, a papist. You worship the Pope, motherfucker. At least the Pope's a religious figure. You have to deal with the fucking queen or the king. They're the head of the Anglican church from the last I remember. And fucking Charles is a cheating bitch. And and like, <laughs> and his son isn't even religious. You have no head after Charles dies. Yeah. So, sucks to suck. Sucks that your food is shit. Sucks that you're you're being colonized by the countries that you colonized. Like, sucks to suck. Guess you shouldn't have given up that empire, huh? Guess you shouldn't have given into those liberal demands and deco. Anyway, this is going on a whole tangent on stuff that is not good for podcast material. <laughs> Decolonization was a mistake. Um, I I don't I don't necessarily disagree. I mean, I think a lot of those countries definitely were in much better places when they had. At least when they at least when they had the government and while it was still like a call it was still a colony, at least they sort of enforced like those kind of Christian and or liberal norms that Western. made those places so much safer and so much better. Well, it's also the thing of like I mean, this is where it's like bring back the Dutch or British East India Company, but just not have them subsidized by government. Like have a corporation run a country. Why the fuck not? Um Every every communist is like the NCAP said the thing. The NCAP said the thing. He wants Robocop. Yeah, I fucking want Robocop. I actually haven't seen Robocop. I don't I haven't seen Robocop. I want fucking cyberpunk. Oh no. The corporations are like you know, oh no, corporations rule the world. Yeah, I get fucking bionic eyes and shit. Like <laughs> I get to drive fast cars and listen to 80s synthwave because that's the aesthetic of every cyberpunk thing is 80s synthwave, which is the fucking shit. I'm saying a corporation would run our country better than our fucking government does. We wouldn't be running at fucking 30 trillion debt. 33 trillion debt. Remember when it was 20? If a corporation was doing that, it would collapse. Mm-hmm. Well, and most corporations now are running on debt, but we prop them up anyway. Yeah, that's what we get for keeping record low interest rates. Hike Jerome Powell, I'm telling you, triple digits, quadruple digits. If we can't have houses, make sure nobody can. <laughs> the only way my generation gets houses is if the boomers fucking die. We have or if no you pop the bubble so bad the entire housing market just gets goes to its knees. I it's either Everyone collapses or I'm stuck in fucking Section 8 housing. I don't want... Please, Jerome. <laughs> You're our only hope. Please, J-Pal, save us. You're our only hope. I will do terrible things. <sighs> hey, I always think about that quote. Have you ever seen that clip of George Floyd when he's talking? He's like, our young generation is clearly lost, man. Clearly lost. <laughs> No. He was talking about like gang violence in Minneapolis or some shit. Where have you seen this video? Uh, I've been it, on the internet about just as long as you, and I have right, not seen that. Right wing griper counts. <laughs> oh my god. 
Of course. That's oh, where, where I get my most reputable news from. Um, if they aren't posting it, I don't believe it. <laughs> if if Papist Incel, if Papist Incel is not telling me exactly why I need to disobey the Pope in order to be a true Catholic, then I don't I don't trust it. If he's not telling me that I need to go onto this <laughs> this eight chan or what is it nine gag? What's the one? Eight coon. That... Yeah, I, if I if I if I need to. I only get my news from Cozy TV live streams with Nick Fuentes. <laughs> Dude, if there's somebody who needed to be bullied more as a child, it was Nick Fuentes. You know, my opinion on gay people has changed recently, but some people need to embrace the fact that they're gay and just settle down with a nice partner. Like, I know church teaching would not allow that, but man, Nick Fuentes is fucking... Same thing with, like, Lindsey Graham. Like, he needs to find a nice man and settle down. I mean, that's what he was with John McCain. But, um, but like, there are certain people that just need to accept that they're gay. That they're gay, and they can they can talk. Ron DeSantis, he's gay. No. He's gay. No, he's just so unbelievably uncharismatic. Yeah. He, He'd well, be yeah, able to true. talk in public if he was gay, my guy. That's true. You know who is gay is George Santos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, have you seen any of the cameo? Do you see the shit where he's like, my car got broken in there, Mr. Air Mayor Adams, my car got broken in. Like <laughs> you no, we 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 I'm sure all of our great listeners also listen to the news, but that clip with the montage where it's like Kennedy asking, Is it true that you have an OnlyFans? And when like, he's like, I've never heard about it. I've never OnlyFans. heard of it until like three weeks ago and somebody brought it up in my office. And Kennedy and Kennedy going, You can't stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Fetterman would be the peak presidential Dude, ticket. Fetterman Santos 24. Listen, I know that Trump and Biden is our ticket. That's like our ticket. That's our Fetterman, ticket. But Fetterman Santos. Are we are, are we finally ready to endorse George Santos? <laughs> Final endorse George Santos. Yes. <laughs> No serious politicians. I won't have any of the serious politicians. No Blake Masters. No, actually, that TJ Hawthorne guy seems kind of nice, and I see good people share his stuff. TJ is awesome. Okay, shout out TJ Hawthorne. But uh, you have a, you have maybe a real endorsement. Not that it actually matters. We only give the important endorsements out to those politicians. <laughs> yeah, we only we give the real and we give the proper endorsements to Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Good grief. <laughs> I mean, we could go for the accelerationist play and endorse Nikki Haley, but I don't want to endorse that fucking bitch. So honestly, Biden would be a better pick for an accelerationist. Biden would be a better pick than Ron DeSantis. I don't know about that. Ron DeSantis would put the right right back to sleep. Under under Ron DeSantis, the right would go back. I don't think so. Oh, absolutely. I don't think so. The reason you have DeSantis is because of Biden. I legitimately want to see... Here's So this is why I would go Biden over DeSantis. And this is actually real talk. Not like joke. I mean... We're real politicking now. I would go Biden over DeSantis because he knows that... Have you ever seen that fucking clip where he's like... A that great genius said that we didn't win the Revolutionary War because we didn't have enough airplanes. And then he goes, whoa, and crosses himself. 
when he's was he like talking to Netanyahu or the <laughs> Israeli prime minister and the guy's talking and Biden's sitting over there and he just does the side of the cross. Is it is it up down left right or up down up, right? Up down left. left right. Yeah. Okay, good. I was uh, sometimes I have to do it with my left hand cuz I'm doing something else or I'm holding something in my right hand. Yeah, that feels wrong doing it with the left hand. I'm sure I'm sure some Protestant would be like that's idolatry or some shit. Um but I don't see why. We love our mom. We love our mom. Both, I, both of my mothers. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I I love my mom too. My uh my mom totally hit it off my girlfriend. They are they're it was great seeing them together. And it was funny. My so it snowed up there, and my mom was like, Man, I miss you and your girlfriend up here. It's like, I wish you guys were up here. And then like a few minutes later, she's like, dot, 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 to put your bitch ass to work. I'm sick and tired of, I'm sick and tired of shoveling this damn snow. Nice. I love my mom. If you think, if you ever wonder how, the, how I am the way I am, you can thank my amazing mother who I will take a bullet for. My mom and my sister. I got God and my mama. Um... Anyways. Real politicking. I don't. I think DeSantis well, okay. would be better than Biden because I think DeSantis. I don't think DeSantis is bad at all on domestic policy. I think his flaws are entirely in foreign policy. No. And if you're like a foreign policy first person, reasonable concern. But I think he would legitimately be good when it comes to domestic policy in terms of like dealing with bureau bureaucracy and regulation and even tax policy because you know what he's just a boomer tea party guy he's a boomer tea party guy he's not like a, a radical rand paul or thomas yeah Nassie no guy, but he's a but he's a boomer he's a boomer tea party guy who wants to cut taxes who wants to get rid of regulate regulatory agencies and bureaucratic well agencies. he's gonna get us into about three new wars but here's the thing as well we were gonna get in the wars anyways regardless of who's president let's be fair Actually, not what Biden. If only Meat Meatball Ron was smart enough to stay out and then become Trump's VP. Then he could actually guide the, well, the, no, but the he, I, I, guide that childish fist. You know, like when the little kid <laughs> grabs like a thing of rice and refuses to let go. It's like that, go like for, guide. Why go for thirty-five, twelve? Why go for Ron when when you can go for Blake Masters as Trump's VP? I don't know. Because I don't think that Masters I, has anything I, valuable to offer to a Trump ticket. I also will say, I, I think Masters appeals to the same people that Trump is, plus maybe libertarians. But libertarians aren't in a large enough voting base, whereas DeSantis can get over more of those boomer Republicans. And Trump true. gets the schizos and the populists. Well, Literally me. Um, but the okay, here's the problem, right? And I'll just say it. I do not like Ronda. I think, okay, we'll say. Ron DeSantis is governor of Florida. I like Ron DeSantis on literally anything else. I do not like, and I'll explain why. So my main goal for the 2024 presidency is acceleration of some sort. I want either more people to get more disillusioned with the government, or I want someone that's going to fucking go nuts. And the, the, the problem with the problem with Ron DeSantis is he here's why I don't like Ron DeSantis. He is the rights well, he was the rights Obama. Now he now Vivek is the rights Obama. Um the no 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 it's, it's just because he's a young guy that's bucking the trend. But Ron DeSantis is establishment enough that he will put a lot of Republicans right back to sleep. A lot of people that have woken up to 
the fact that our state is a tyrannical dictatorship, we're going to go, well, okay, we got the right people in charge. Let's go back to sleep. The thing that won't happen with Trump, the reason that why won't that won't happen with Trump is because Trump is a wrecking ball. Trump doesn't, like, Trump doesn't mean, like, vocally. I will say, like, when he gets into office, he's not really that different. But vocally, he turns off so many of those, like, beltway Republicans and more ordinary Republicans and more ordinary people on the right need to see that every single person in the Senate room, well, every every single 99% of people in that Senate room are unworthy. They should be in work camps. Like, so I would rather either someone that's so incompetent and clearly mentally ill that it forces people to realize that our system of government is really fucked up and it gives and empowers state people. It empowers the governor of Florida. It empowers fucking wheelchair Greg Abbott, who is a cuck. Um, I would rather have Madison Cawthorn if I was going to have some sort of wheelchair guy. Um, like, but it empowers those governors to make decisions that force people like that bring people to Florida or to Texas or to whichever or to Tennessee or whatever. The problem is, and then here's the thing, a Joe Biden presidency will make red states better at what they do because they are actively trying to fight Joe Biden. A Ron DeSantis presidency will not make blue states, will not change blue states at all and red states won't care because they have their guy in charge. I want someone I I I there there needs to be a movement in America right now. There are so many disaffected young men. So number 1, this is also another thing that I was going to talk about. I had forgotten about it, but I I made a tweet about it. But I really want to talk about it. Is a strategy, I mean, we've done our kind of strategy for the right episode, but I kind of want to go over that again the right needs to embrace anti-leftism. The right needs to see there's so many disaffected young men. I mean, there's disaffected young women, but there's so many disaffected young men that have been lied to their entire lives. They've been treated like second-class citizens by their schools. They've been treated like shit by their officials. They've been told that their feelings don't matter. And then COVID hits. They lose important formative years in their life to a government that hates them. And they lose... And, and and now there are people that are trying to actively want them to be basically neutered as a force. So someone needs to go, they did it, and point to a target and sick the the angry young men at that target. There we if if we were a proper country, there would be a, a candidate running for office right now for a high office that was approaching this with a level of anti-leftism we haven't seen since McCarthy. We need to have someone that is going, you know these people. You see them every day. Make them pay for what they did to you. Because there are so many... Because uh, I saw... Um, actually, it was one of the Free State guys commented under my tweet with a very good quote where it's like, um, uh, a child who isn't nurtured by... Um, a child who isn't nurtured by the village will burn it down to feel its warmth. And it's very true. It And there's a lot of young men right now that 
if you just gave them the slightest thing of, if you gave them direction they need, God, we could be in a beautiful place right now. We could be a real country again. You could have, you could have five million men cross the Rubicon tomorrow. Cross the Potomac. Stand yeah, back and stand by. No, I'm kidding. I don't like the accelerationist thing. If only, it, like the idea, because I don't, I don't think we have enough time to make it work. I don't think we do. I don't like, think we have enough time. With the, with the fiscal, with the with the fiscal problems that are happening, with the national debt going where it is, with with the federal agencies doing X, Y, and Z, I just. I don't think we have time. Okay, but what to if rely- but I don't if think we have time to rely on, you know, it's going to happen. This is the thing. We don't have we can't afford not to accelerate. We can't afford to pump the bricks. It's accelerating. The acceleration is already going on right now. Like there are things the there we're at a moment of political polarization that we haven't seen we haven't definitely haven't seen it since the 60s. Hell, we may have not seen it since the 1840s. You know, we're at a level where I could see bleeding Kansas happen in five years. I could see, like, I, and this is, you know, we're not going to have a civil war. Number one, we're not going to have a civil war. People are fat, happy, and comfortable. Let me go get my beanie. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up on the south side of Chicago. I'm a moderate centrist. Shills for every neocon Zionist Trump. Um, anyway, I hate Tim Pool. Um, anyway, Reasonably. um, but they're like, what if Jay Powell was our great man? What if he took the I don't play? think Jay Powell's gonna be our great man. It, the best we can hope for is that somebody keeps Jay Powell in office. Well, yeah, I was just joking, but the like, I don't know the- how many tools he actually has to, to keep going because. Unless he... Two words. Gun. Well, that's one word. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jerome Powell. I'm not... I'm Fed posting too much. Let me get back. Let me dial you're, back. You're Federal Reserve posting. Hey, Waka Waka. Hey, I don't know. But um, I just don't think we have the time to hope the states disconnect before the collapse happens. Oh, so there needs to be to... a serious, serious change. We, yeah, but we're not. And the, the problem thing. is that the MAGA people have literally no organization. Like their organization is listen to do- what Donald Trump says, and well, Trump doesn't know what he's doing. They he doesn't have Bannon in his left ear telling him what to yeah, do. Bannon, you don't. Bro. We don't have. You don't have like. You know, like the one thing. The one good thing I can say about the Libertarian Party and the Mises Caucus and all that they did is they had organization to do stuff. <laughs> Until they but the MAGA me, people no. <laughs> do not have organization at all. They they have nothing. Well, they have here's, no guiding post. They, you, somebody needs to seriously step in and guide them, so that well, way they can well, have like a coherent. Here's who we need to primary. Who's who? Who's here's who we we are supporting. Fuck, here's fuck, who we're giving all our money to. Fuck the MAGA people. They're, they're half of them are boomers. I'm talking, but we. What you're talking about is those angry young men. Some of them could be libertarians. Some of them could be MAGA. Some of them could be authoritarian rightists. I don't care. Uh I'm going 90s Rothbard ally with the right here, but not in like the ally with the political right. I'm saying have someone that goes, you know, the leftists in your community, you know what they did to you and points out the goal and lets them go. And 
there needs to be, because here's the thing, collapse is coming. Collapse is coming. We're not going to get our divorce. We're not going to get our, 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 our good solution. It's going to be a bad solution. We're going to head towards some really fucking rough times. And all I want is for a leader to, to show, show, because here's the thing inherently, because this is the problem I have with like most libertarians, especially Twitter libertarians that get all their fucking info from gay ass Twitter meme pages. The duopoly is a fucking lie. It's always been the left and it always will be the left. The duopoly is the left. The Republicans are the left. You know, I, 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 there's definitely something to like, you know, the argument, you know, when people say that you're fighting like it's demonic or whatever, they're being hyperbolic, but there's definitely something to it. There's definitely something like just in, inherently evil about the left wing in America. It's not, but it's not, that, it's not demonic. It's the true horror of the it's human. It's all spiritual warfare. It's all spiritual warfare, Lorenzo. Oh, what's that? Gotta look into it. What's that MAGA rapper's name? Bryson Gray. Okay, Bryson. Yes, but he's annoying and stupid. Well, and here's the problem. And And my take on the calendar thing is that I think it's stupid. I don't care about your stupid calendar. Conservative, why are you selling why are you selling calendars with like with women on them when you could be selling calendars with Christ on them? Christ on them. Okay, you could do that. The most I, perfect man and our God. I also, that's I also, what you could get. I also think that people making a big deal about a second-rate B-list shitty tool shop pinup calendar are spending way too much time on that shit. And it's like the guy who may put it out though, he's a hundred percent just a grifter. Oh yeah. Oh, the conservative like, dad guy. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. It's. Well, I'm gonna sell you. Here's a six pack of beer for tw- for thirty bucks plus ultra, shipping. Ultra 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 right, right mega beer. Ultra <sighs> ultra right beer, and of course, I'm it sure tastes, it tastes like garbage. Well, it's a light beer, which which explains you know his political leanings. A proper ultra right beer is going to be a fucking twelve ABV or alcohol by by volume. <laughs> the real, the real proper hard right beer is a Guinness. Damn straight. <laughs> I actually don't mind the taste. When I Guinness. say I'm a Republican, I mean I'm a Republican. <laughs> no, the IRA were socialists. Yeah, but um, but here's they the thing, were right? kind of cool though. Oh, they were cool as fuck, but they were also socialists. But here's the thing, right? The collapse is going to happen. The, and 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 people need to realize that we are fighting a war against the left. You can call it political. You can call it spiritual. I do not care. These people are your enemy. Do not treat them as human. Straight up. I don't care if you approach that from a from a um from a real like. Here's the thing. Someone like you maybe approach it from a spiritual warfare angle. I approach it as a real politic angle. It's very easy. It's very easy to actively get change done when you stop seeing the opposing side as human. The, the left has already done that. They did that fucking in 20... I mean, hell, they did that... They've been... They did that in 1865. And Reconstruction never ended. They did that in 2001 with George W. Bush. Like, you you, you saw I, the... Um, I thought you were going to go with the... 9-11 and I was like, hold on. <laughs> whoa, no. Whoa. no, 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 no. You know how... You know, like... You, did you see the thing about the Green Day stuff going around where they changed the thing oh, yeah, from a redneck MAGA. agenda to a MAGA agenda? Which is, like, if, like I used to like that song. Now I've gotten past, like, my teenage phase. But, like... I, 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 I hate... 
I, uh, but like they always say that was another part of a redneck agenda, like the Iraq war wasn't a bunch of neo Trotskyite liberals in Washington, DC think tanks. Like it was just like, Oh, it was just a bunch of rednecks. And like, you know, in Mississippi or Tennessee who just wanted to go and overthrow Iraq. It's like, no, they were going to go and kill those people anyways. So what that, what the, the entire time it was that they just hate, Evangelical Christians. That is who they hate. And they've hated, up, hated them all along. The Green Day stuff. Green Day, you know? Oh, well, Green Day. Well, Green Day have always been a bunch of shit lib lesbians. I never liked Green Day. Sorry, I don't know if you liked Green Day. I did, yeah. No, oh, I fucking hate Green Day. I've never. Billy Joe Armstrong's voice is like. You know how most people are like, I can't listen to Rush. Getty Lee is so abrasive. It's like, well, Billy Joe Armstrong is literally one of the worst singers I've ever heard. I also hate Blink-182. I don't like pop punk, except for like emo. I like Jimmy Eat World, and I love uh, Taking Back Sunday, and there's some MCR songs that fucking rule. But yeah. Um... I needed to find the uh, I needed to find the 19 beer uh, picture. <laughs> Why? Uh, Taylor was talking about a story where he was really, really drunk and like spin kicked a guy in the face in a mosh pit. Oh, you know, standard Taylor stuff. Dude, I fucking yeah. love Taylor. He's like, yeah, I'm really well read and knowledgeable about this stuff, but man, I fucking love pounding down. I see light. <laughs> Dude, anyway, he's the person I'd want to hang out with most. But yeah. Um, anyway, so oh, Taylor's a great hang. I've, 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 since we're doing real politicking, uh, the LP is the Libertarian Party is doing another rally with communists. Yeah, and I, well, I, and I was also gonna say to cap that off because I want to get to that as well. Uh, I wanted to uh, cap off with the left has been dehumanizing anyone that is not them since 1865, and especially since 2016. So now is the time you can't take the high ground anymore. The high ground is gone. No one has the high ground. You need to go below the belt. Not that there's anything below the belt with half of these fucking people yeah. anyway. Yeah. But but you need to be... any How low they're going, go lower. Stop treating these people as human. Anyway, let's talk about communists who also aren't human. Oh, yeah. So... The LP, uh, listen, not, if you're a communist and you advocate for taking away my rights, I don't care. You're no longer a human to me. Yeah. Now here's the thing as well. I, um, I also practically am like, well, blowback theory and property rights and all that type of stuff. I, you know, some people get really carried away with the communists aren't people thing. I'm just saying dehumanize them. So it's easier to enact a political agenda. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying it in like the edgy, like people play into us and them dynamics. And so, so embrace it. You're, yeah. you're not gonna escape it so embrace it damn that was some bars dude not gonna escape it so you embrace it on oh, god um so uh yeah the lp's having another rally with communists again um <sighs> they were they weren't satisfied with the results of the first one which involved such great press as trying to get a convicted pedophile to speak with them yeah and, and five whole minutes of coverage on msnbc which was uh, the LNC chair uh, with the backdrop of two Russian flags, hmm. which, to be fair, wasn't her fault. Um, but yeah, so excellent coverage. Uh, great job, guys. I'm so happy that thousands of... The wars are over. We did it, boys. I'm we so did happy it. Wars that, are no more. That thousands of dollars of people's money went to a rally that essentially was a meet and greet for Twitter celebrities. And uh, those Twitter celebrities could have done the same thing at a fucking Chili's for free. So, 
yeah, uh, fuck off with that. And uh, I know there's people that went that had a good time. I'm not taking away from that. Like, if I would have, I would have gone just well, to say hi to people and then spent a day in DC, not at the rally. Um, let's be honest here. There was no like value added to that at all. Like there was no, no meaningful or like measurable gains to be had from that. There well, wasn't, it wasn't like it was some March on Washington thing where you had like a thousand people crowding it and they can't ignore that. It's I like, bet I there bet. were like probably 200 people hanging out there. I bet I bet the Martian Washington was a fed op. Anyway, um, I have no I have no way to back that up. I just believe it. Uh, I had it revealed to me in a dream. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, not satisfied with the the beautiful success of that first march. Uh, they're going to do a second one. Defeat the deep state. Uh, I haven't seen any of the speakers outside of Daniel McAdams. And I think Ron Paul again, because of course Ron Paul is doing it, you know, which again, Ron Paul, great speaker, actually, you know. But also, is, do you think Ron Paul is really making these choices to go to these events? Or do you think he's being told uh, X, Y, um, or Z? He, he, hey, Ron, I, these guys booked you for this time. You got to go and speak about war thing. You know, I think it might be a combination of both because Ron Paul does seem to be a true believer in this type of stuff. I think he likes you know, doing this type of stuff. He's just, he's just, he, Ron Paul is a, is a saint, man. He's he such might a, be the only honorable person among them. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's a beautiful, honorable soul. I, I love Ron Paul. Have um, you seen the videos of him biking around his town? No. Dude is super fit. Like he still bikes around. Mm -hmm. Like the man had a heart attack and like, there are still That's videos of people for, who are like living around his town who just see him like cycling around that's the that's the key to. He's the one to, cyclist I won't hit with my car. <laughs> sorry, Tyler. Uh, but uh, the well, this is another like big thing. You know, if you're old, stay in shape. Um, my grandfather, um, he's like eighty, I think, eighty something, and he he but like he plays tennis like every day. Um, you know, even someone like Trump, Trump fucking plays golf a lot. Yeah. You know, there, there, and I, you know, granted is Trump in the best of health? Not really, but the man is ingested so many preservatives from eating McDonald's. He's practically immortal. That's why so, he's going to become the God King. So true. So true. <laughs> you need to get into Warhammer 40 K. Um, but, uh, but like, yeah, but no, with the thing, I didn't see any of the other speakers. I'm sure there's like some of the prominent anti, you know, quote unquote, anti-war leftists. And listen, you know, again, those people have things of value to add. Uh, I'm sure Scott Horton is going to speak at it as well, which, you know, I, I, I will say I do love Scott. He seems like a great hang. Um, I would just love to sit and shoot the shit with him for now. He lives in my city. Um, let's just call him up and be like, yo, Scott. Teach yo, me Scott's to, cool. Teach me how to skate. But well, yeah, like, your money is useless going to this rally. Well, yeah, it's and useless. And 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 there's and there's a like. And this is the pro. Like this is when I tell people stop donating to the Libertarian Party, and it's not because of work that people. Well, I, I stand by my tweet a while back where donate to anti-war. No, well, that that I'll get to that. We'll get to that in a bit, but also that. The number one thing the Libertarian Party could do to help average Americans is to burn every single fundraising dollar it's ever made. 
because it is useless. It will never accomplish any goals. It will never make any wins or anything meaningful. And so it should just burn the money that was donated to it so that way it can lower inflation. That is the best it can do. Like, I so, stand by that. There's so, no use of do giving your money to that organization. So true. I And I think give your money to other sources. If you are an anti-war activist, give your money to antiwar.com or the Libertarian Institute. If you like more of the Mises stuff, donate to Mises. Also, if you're going to buy anything from Mises, use promo code Brady, B-R-A-D-Y, 10% off at checkout. You're um, welcome. <laughs> you know, if you're going to donate, I'm trying to think of other things. I don't know. You could probably throw fee a few bucks, but they seem to be doing fine financially for them. So again, donate to where your ta your money is going to be used for media that is going to actually do shit. Stop. You know, you know what's actually getting into the halls of Congress? Antiwar.com. You know what's yeah. re what's being republished on Zero Hedge and then shared by Elon Musk? Antiwar.com. And here's the thing. And and is and I can't didn't uh, every single dollar that you donate to that rally will be multiplied like fifteen times if you send it to antiwar.com. And and here's the thing as well, antiwar.com reaches people that the LP wouldn't touch. Pap Buchanan reads Antiwar every day, or at least that's what I remember reading. He used to have his p columns published on antiwar.com. You know, there's people like and. If only someone could get Blake Masters to read antiwar.com. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does, Lorenzo. I, you know, I think he rhetoric's needs... a thing. Rhetoric's a thing. I, I just don't. But also, let's be honest. Blake isn't winning that his race. No, he's not winning his race. Does Trump uh, endorsed the guy, the other guy who's running against him, like the Carrie Lake Republican dude. Yeah. The so Abe whatever dude. It's it's not gonna work. But, um. You know, people need to be reading antiwar.com. People need, you can get things on the desk. You know, there are people, you know, if you could get the Mises Institute, and, and it's funny because now it's even with uh, my boy D'Lo and in charge of the Mises Institute, like. Oh, your money is way more valuable being sent to the Mises Institute. Yeah. And it's, well, here's the thing. Number one, you give Joe a job. You give Joe a job. Help our homie out. Um, who he's uh, he's been on a Twitter break, which is good. Yeah, he sent me some Christcore playlists because I asked him for. Dude, them. Christcore is the shit. You're gonna love Christcore. It's it's very raw, but those motherfuckers love God. Like, you will not meet people that like there are. They are people that fucking love God. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta still check it out because I've been busy doing like you're notes. you're gonna hate like half of it. But you're gonna might like some of it. Um, but um but yeah, so money to Mises. Yeah, some money to Mises, stop donate like and this is the thing, because I know there are people that are doing good work in the LP that would be doing way better work if they were not in the LP and actually putting their time to good use. Give your you money know? directly to defend the guard. Exactly. Give your you know, I saw that pass in New Hampshire, it's a great win for them. Um, I would, how much of that is actually the Libertarian Party and not the same people who would do it if it was just affiliated with Defend the Guard? Well, it's it's the Free State Project, and their whole thing is they don't run as Libertarians. They run, <laughs> they infiltrate other parties. Like, they're, they're tricksy. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, stop giving your money to the LP, please. Yeah, please, and it's Libertarians, please. I know I'm not a Libertarian. I, don't, I know my v opinion's not valuable, but it's just so easy to see.
please stop. There, there are like a few good accounts. Even, but even then, at that point, it's just like you know. Now, especially think- screw the Mises caucus, screw those guys. If you're not even going to be principled libertarians, like I know I'm not one to lecture about principles. I, I will say, but you people don't understand what you're talking about half the time. Half the people in there don't understand what they're talking except about, except for AZMC. Uh, yeah, the Arizona guy is the most consistent among you, and the rest of you all guys all capitulate. Well, and here's and here's the thing, right? Like at least be honest about what you believe. At least be consistent yeah. with what you believe. Well, and actually, another thing, uh, Michael Rechtenwald was being stupid um, about the closed border thing. And here's the thing. I do I, not care less about that issue. Well, here's the thing. I think, and this is where, this is where I may, so I'm in two minds about the border issue. On one hand, I really don't like mass migration. I think mass migration is a net negative. On the other hand, I think that the border problem would be solved if you if you end if you end the drug war and if you allow people to defend their own property. There's cattle theft all around, but you can't do shit about it. The cartels own the border. You know, so figure I mean, fuck, send some paramilitaries in there. You know, if that's what needs to be done. Stop not gonna to- lie. I think the Mexican government would totally be on board with like U.S. military going in there. Oh yeah, well, the, the, and I think that well, it would probably cause repercussions up there. But you, the United States, I think would definitely eliminate. Fuck! Why cartel. are you sending a government organization? Send Blackwater. Send, <laughs> send Blackwater to eliminate the. the f- what, what? Listen, you never hear you never hear about regime change in Africa, and there's a reason is because those guys know how to fucking work that shit. Those guys Why? have privatized government, overthrowing governments pri- in the private market way more efficient absolutely it's like it's, pmcs are the way to go if you want to get rid of the cartels and you're out here telling me oh we need to build a wall we need to and like this is the thing as well i love a lot of what hoppa says i think that he is a very good libertarian especially for people that are more socially conservative now that being said hoppa's strongest soldier on twitter has not read anything outside of one page in democracy the god that failed that says i think monarchy good uh i mean Yes, but he good throw Democrat out hel- helicopter. That's basically what they are. Yeah, but like here, but here's <laughs> the thing. I think that Hoppe is a very good libertarian, especially more conservative types. I think that I'm totally on board with like a sponsorship situation. Yeah, immigration by invitation. I mean, but like also, like I'm okay. Like, because as a non-libertarian, I'm fine with like you know shutting off people from being able to access so-called being able to access public like roads and stuff. And so I, well, here's the thing. I don't, I think that, and I think if you buy a home, then you should probably be able, if you can buy, say like, if say you're somebody who you want to move to America, if you buy a home or you have a sponsor or you're able to rent a place to live, I think you should be allowed to come across. Yeah. Well, I think as well, um, like I care more about their religion than like the race stuff or whatever. Yeah. I people will whine and complain about. I agree. I think there are, again, we try to avoid the whole race stuff on the podcast. Um, I think, I don't, I don't think it matters that much. I I think, I think that good Catholics will create, I think good moral foundations will create a high trust society. And there are a lot of cultures that, uh, don't have good moral foundations. And because of their bad moral foundations, they're culturally bankrupt. Anyway, um, 
I don't think, but I, I don't think the border argument matters as much on certain things. And then also when it comes to, I think uh, net taxpayers are a really bad argument, even like Hoppians that I know. It's just really, I mean, I'm going to be honest. If you look at it from like a libertarian perspective, it becomes appeal to democracy at some it, point. Right. It's, it's only because who gets to decide how it's governed by the taxpayers. What if there's some of those net taxpayers want to allow these people to enter? Who, what if they don't? Well, then it net, just becomes, Oh, well you have to vote over it. Net, net taxpayer only works in a covenant community because a covenant community has set rules upon entering that, and and at that point, net taxpayers shouldn't even matter anyway, because if you have set rules on who you can and cannot have in your community, then you're already then 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 you're already. Um, I'm kind of I've been kind of floating with the idea of a theocracy in my mind. I don't like theocracies. I think that I listen. My idea has been here is is like hear me out, because give the bishop, let the local bishop. They kind of have control over an area. Like obviously, we can, bishop, still, we can still deal with like violent criminals and stuff. We can deal with those guys, but like when it, if it comes to somebody who say like they're doing like a like my a guy, sit, I don't have a local bishop. Mine was Bishop Strickland. Was he? Was it? Were your, yours is in the diocese of Tyler. It's not Austin. It should be Austin. Hold on, I think he was Austin because no, he was in Tyler. Well, he was in Tyler. Here, look up, look up, diocese of Austin. Um, cause well, either way, um, but I think that, uh, that, and then you deal with things like say like, Oh, sexual immorality or something with that. Like if that sort of thing comes up, you go and talk to your priest, your priest tries to help you out. And worse things worse. If that thing can't be solved for whatever reason, just like do the covenant community thing and just like leave. Like lepers. Well, here's, well, here's the thing, right? And this is why I don't like that concept. A, I don't, I'm not down with theocracy because I don't trust it. Um, I think that the only uh, king is God or whatever that thing is. Um, but the real, the real reason is I don't think it would work. And I think that legislating morality more often than not leads to failure. Um, I think there are way better ways to if you raise people right, there is a higher chance they're not going to be whores. There's a higher chance they're not going to be, you know, too hedonistic. It's just about raising people right. Now, I don't know. It's, I, but I will say, going back to Hop for a sec, because I was going to say with like the net taxpayers bad, because it's like, well, what if the, you know, what if there's a bunch of taxpayers and they go, we don't want guns in this community? Like now, that being said, so, it's going back to the the border stuff and and rectum in the in the Libertarian Party rally thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, and so like the Libertarian, the core was, like the, the, the Libertarian, the 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 Reno reset was a massive failure on all respects. The Reno reset, all like, levels. We went we went from or not we. I'm not part of the Libertarian Party and never will be. But the the LP went from having a lot of energy to running a washed up academic. Like, I'm sorry, it's not, you know, I, I get, you know, and I know people that were like, yeah, I probably would have voted for Rectumwald if he didn't call me a fucking socialist for having a consistent stance on borders. And, and, and also I would say um, the border one, I think open borders is fine. I, I also do think that the abortion argument is not settled. Sure. Block said something, but 
theory is changing and I don't see that's a separate thing. The abortion argument is a totally different thing, but, um, Oh, what? Oh, I... but, but yeah, but I don't yeah. know. Anyway, going back to LP, just don't, don't fucking give a cent to that joke of an organization. I'm sorry. There are people that I love dearly that, that are I feel like the first sign was when you were seeing on Twitter, hey guys, I'm starting a GoFundMe so I can afford to go to Reno. Would you guys help me? If you know. Guys, no. That should have been the first warning sign. Yeah, I mean, and there's like, and then also the LP of California invited RFK to an event they're doing. Oh, Here's I thing. have, I lost, like... As a, as a human, I lose respect for anyone that shills for RFK. As a former libertarian, all those people should be disqualified from being called libertarians. If you're seriously catering to the climate lock people up for denying climate change guy. Well, here's the... And this is the I'm going to grab your guns guy. Like, people disqualify. He, he's a Democrat from 10 years ago. He's a Democrat when the Democrats... Because Democrats did have a period where they were against Big Pharma, at least if nothing else. And here's the thing, right? So um, it was interesting because I was on Kyle Matovic's show today. I think it was a good chat, and I talked more about that. Um, I'd recommend if you guys want to do it, check it out. I think I retweeted it or sometime at some point. You guys can find it. I am too lazy right now to, to, to do the, the actual thing. But I... You know, we talked about it, and one thing that he was saying is, like, I thought he would appeal to, like, the, the old-school Democrats. I'm like, those people are dead. Those people are dead. They were, they, COVID broke people, and before that, Trump broke people. Any of those people, I knew people that were staunchly anti-COVID, and now we're going to get the thing, they were anti-the treatment, right? You know what yeah. I mean by that? Yeah against the treatment and then they go and after COVID happened, they realize it's, it's all tribalism. They realize that the other tribe was against treatment and they're like, well, I like it. So that thing is dead. RFK uh, really only had any good takes on big pharma. And even then he was a conspiracy theorist about it. He wasn't someone that I want that message getting out where because he mixes in the things where it's like there's a lot of problems with the pharmaceutical industry with 5G towers cause cancer or some shit. So like he's a joke. Um, he wants to take your guns. He wants to lock you up if you say quote unquote anti-Semitic things. He wants to lock you up if you deny the climate climate change stuff. He wants to lock you up for all sorts of things. If he's not a libertarian, he will never touch being a libertarian. Any libertarian that shills for him is not a libertarian. Okay, I'll make one exception because there's one person I genuinely have a lot of respect for who did, but that's because like her big issue is like the the health stuff. But whatever. Yeah, I I I'll know make people. the one exception because there's an exception to every rule, and I'm a picky person on my principles. Well, Thank here's you. well here's the thing: if someone if their main issue is pharma, go ahead, he's your guy. But like the anti-war guys just shilling for RFK. Now, oh. to be fair, you know, a lot of those guys have come out and been like, we were, they say we were duped. I saw it all along, but a lot of them were duped. You know, people like Scott, you know, and what are you going to, are you sending me something? Yeah, I'm going to send you something, but this is for after the show. So don't worry about it now. Oh, cool. 
You just went dark, guy. Oh yeah, because I switched away from from uh, Streamyard to Twitter. Um, oh, dude. <laughs> wild. But so, like, you know, I yeah, just to put things in a neat little bow. The Libertarian Party is a joke. Always has been. Always will be. Um, I had some guy that was telling me that the Libertarian Party had its big chance in 2024. It also had its big chance in 2022. It also had its big chance in 2020. It also had its big pan chance in 2016. It also had its big chance in 2012. Actually, 2012 and 2008, Ron Paul was there. And even then, even running as a Republican, he barely did anything. Unfortunately, because I love Ron Paul, and I think that if Ron Paul had been elected president in 2008, we would not be in the situation we are in now. Ron Paul wasn't close. He wasn't close. He wasn't close. And this is the problem. This is why. Like, let's like. I don't know. Have have the, a lot of those libertarians actually looked at it? Because the the thing is, they're like the GOP cheated us when I, when. If you look at the numbers, it wasn't close at all. Like, I'm sorry, guys. It wasn't close at all. It's not like the GOP just cheated you out of everything. It's like. They may they de they unseated one delegation from Maine. It was never going to happen, guys. Yeah, and here's and and here's the thing: if you want to, if you're a libertarian that wants to do libertarian things, the FS the FSP has your model, and they don't run as libertarians. They've run. There's free staters that infiltrate the Democrats to literally cause chaos. Like they, like they, they, they're real politic. You know. They're a bunch of autists, and a lot of them are really fucking insufferable. But they know how to do it. And people, I know, you know, I have someone that go, I have a friend that goes to Dartmouth in New Hampshire. He's like, yeah, I fucking hate the free staters. They're all, they're everywhere. I'm like, good, good. The free staters are in the minds of people. No one gives a shit about the Libertarian Party, and no one's given a shit about the Libertarian Party fucking ever. It's never been a thing. But if the fact that people in New Hampshire are worried and scared about the free staters means that they're doing something. No one's ever been scared of the LP. So I want someone nationally where people are scared, where someone gets those disaffected young men. I don't care if we have a dictator. You know what a Mises caucus in the GOP would have done? You know what that would have done to like was, carve into it? Well, that's but there that's their that was that weird thing. That was the weird like Andrew Liberty whatever. Really? Yeah, that was like his thing. And it was always dorky and always based on weird principles instead of like actual politics. Uh so whatever. But oh, well, here's the thing, right? I'm I if you imagine if the energy Heist had spent on taking over a third party, not even a third party, a social club had been funneled into like getting people like all these prominent libertarians to interact with the MAGA people because you know what you'll go into like if I look and see if I go on like YouTube and I'm like oh Dave Smith is talking to Glenn Beck all of the MAGA people in the in the replies love Dave Smith yeah they, they love him. all the all the all of Tucker guys love Dave Smith they all, all the love him yeah. you know what you could have done if you took that energy and put it even just a little bit of that into the GOP how many of those MAGA guys would rally around you well, if you were just smart? Here's, here's the thing. Look at all the people that were like, man, I wish we had our Malay here when it comes and, to the And then like, you'll, you'll even see them look back and they'll be like, man, look at this Ron Paul guy. We should have elected him. It's like, do you not see this opportunity, guys? Do you well, not see here, Well, no, no, no. Here's the bigger thing. They're like, when's our Malay going to happen? And it's like, you guys are still fucking talking about the duopoly. Fuck off with that shit. 
it leftism is your enemy. Leftism always will be your enemy. And you need to fucking take it to those fucking leftists. You need to, they have names. You know them. They're in your community. Have them go away. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so, that's all you need is anti-leftism. Anti-leftism will beat the shit out of anything the LP does. I you know want- what Dave Smith does when he goes on Glenn Beck? That's what his angle is about how the progressives ruined everything. Exactly. Everything. Exactly. And Glenn Beck loves him. Yeah, Glenn loves him Beck, so much. Glenn Beck is, is an interesting guy. Isn't he a Mormon? Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> Heretic Aryan. They are the, they are like, they're literally the modern day Aryans. Yeah, not, they actually are. Yes. Yeah. Not not the German ones, guys. We mean like Arius Aryans. The ones that think that Jesus is a mortal son of God instead of Yeah, like a demigod, like for the Percy Jackson books. <laughs> Whoa. Imagine okay, imagine Percy Jackson, but it's just like Jesus. No, it's like, you're all you're all demons spawn. No, 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 even better. Kids. Even better. It's like it's the saints. Or it's the it's the saints. So like the kids choose like a pa- it's like a bunch of Catholic kids and their patron saints like go to help them and then this, they go to a like, camp. <laughs> this okay that that sounds like some fucking Bible study like advent action adventure Bible shit you'd see in like some like non denominational church. <laughs> like like Chris- in your kid's Bible, <laughs> and Chris- like it like ru- only roughly tells the story. Like it doesn't have the actual scripture; it just tells like some of the big stories. And then it has like the cutouts. It's like the animals, but instead of the animals, just action adventure. I'm with Saint. I'm with Saint Ignatius of Antioch. I shouldn't say that. I love Saint Ignatius of Antioch. But <laughs> I'm with yeah. So what's the I, one my know? my patron saint is Saint Patrick. <laughs> I should and then, but but yeah, so like God, mercy on my soul. It's fine, it's fine. Uh but um I that's funny. You haven't even you weren't even raised Catholic, and that Catholic guilt is hitting you hard. Um <laughs> it's bad, man. It's bad. But uh but yeah, so yeah. I and- think we're reaching the just about the end, and there's one more thing I wanted to mention that yeah. I'm pretty proud of. We're getting a dapper update. So I went oh, and I yeah. spent money, and I got a nice tailored, like half canvas navy blue suit that should be coming in the mail, and a nice tailored button up dress shirt to go with it. So I'll be getting those hopefully pretty soon. And so I'm gonna look fly in a suit that fits me well. And I got some nice, I got for like 30 bucks, I got more Allen Edmond shoes, like a black pair. So I got a black and a brown pair of shoes. Oh, it's over for you guys. It's we're over. So, but we're so back. Yeah, it's oh it it's over for all it's over for all those hoes. All we're those so hoes are gonna know. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. My favorite <laughs> thing of that, have you seen the meme where it's the fuck all the guys with Down syndrome raising up beers? Yep, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Dudes rock. Wasn't it Connor that shared that with us? I've seen. Yeah, I saw from Cole. I think the first time I saw. Okay, yeah. Which any, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's one minute. It's an hour and twenty-one in. Uh, we should probably close it out because I'm. I need to make some hot tea for myself. Imagine. All right. Well, Lorenzo, where can the people find you? 
Twitter at Prague underscore Enjoyer7. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've actually been getting, I'm almost close to having more people follow me than people I follow, um, which is wild. Uh, and then, and uh, check out my band's album. Everyone from Zionist to Holocaust deniers love my album, and you should too. Um, yeah, it's wild. He's got all the political spectrum. Yeah, everyone loves my album. Everyone from transgenders to Catholics, everyone from Jews to anti-Semites. Do bl- I think black people like my album. I know white people do. I think the Asians do too. So check out my album. Uh, uh, Lorenzo's Fulcher. band is the epitome of diversity. It's actually very true. I Diversity um, of audience and people and thought. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, my, my, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, check it out. It's Foreshadowing Fate by the band Pulse Weaver. Um, follow me on Instagram, Lorenzo underscore Silvio. Say it. No politics. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, no politics there. Um, outside of that, promo code Brady, B-R-A-D-Y, Mises Institute. I'm going to plug it so that you don't have to, David. Get stuff from Mises Institute. Give our book merchant a job. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone be well. Um I'm speaking Yiddish under your house. You know, as one does. Uh, but yeah, you can find all my links in the description. It'll be the ones listed under David. So you can find the same for Lorenzo. So that way you get nice, easy links to click. Uh, so yeah, go do that. Uh, find Subscribe to the show on all your platforms. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and Podcasts. We're on there too. Google Podcasts, I think I may have already mentioned. Uh, go on all those places. Go get the RSS feed from Red Circle. Go and support the show. Leave a good review on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, d- download it. Subscribe. Share it with a friend. Share it with your mom. Don't share it with your mom, please. It'll it'll it won't go over well. You'll be you'll be institutionalized. But we appreciate you. Thank yeah, you so share, much. Share share. Well, I would say share. Oh, and, and and I guess for me, I'll be on Caleb Brown's show. Um, Ostro not Ostrotomism. It's the Thomist Review on that YouTube channel to talk about C.S. Lewis on the nineteenth. So you can oh, find me also, there. Also, yeah, I was on um, an episode of Colin Tovic's show talking about against the left type stuff. Um, I'm sure if you look up against the left, you might find some, well, you'll find Lou Rockwell stuff, but you should all watch Read that, that first and then get to Lorenzo. Yeah. But outside of that, yeah, uh, we good? We are good. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. Bye bye. Hugs and kisses, bitches. We out.